ladies, gentlemen, and variations thereupon, thank you for joining us on uh, Versus And. I am your host that should never be fed after midnight, David Holman. I am your host that rides around with a pumpkin head tucked under his arm while riding a black stallion, Nolan Lacey. And I am your host with a better one than last month, Brent Lacey. <laughs> it was. It, it, I... So how have you guys been this past month? Busy. Good. Yeah? Yeah. I'm also busy. It's uh, it's Spooktober, Brent. It I don't know if you know that. Spooktacular Spooktober. Spooktacular. I am so excited that I love October, even though in Houston, um, the weather <laughs> is the exact goddamn same. Are you the guys um, where Halloween is your Christmas? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Halloween is my Christmas. No, mm-hmm. Christmas is still my Christmas. Christmas is your Christmas. Uh, all right, hold but on. Halloween. Let's, we got it. Let's rank the holidays. We got, we got Thanksgiving at number one. Clearly, no. Did wholly disagree. Thanks. Oh, thanks. You. Everybody eats way too much, and then they go into a food coma. If you have family yeah. like ours, conversation only lasts until food's on the table. That's motherfucker. Great. You are describing Christmas, but minus a fun part. That's true. Well, okay, but like then you don't have the guilt of having to like receive presents and pretend that you like them. It's just food. It's true. Then you got then you got Halloween. Strong second. Strong in the number two spot. You got parades. You got costumes. You got really good decorations. You got the best movies. I need to know where you are that you're getting Halloween parades. My neighborhood is all about Halloween. Like, every street, haunted house. Every street, decorations. And you have a parade? We have a parade, and we have a costume contest for the entire neighborhood. I need to move. It... It's amazing. I'm trying to remember who won last year. It it was like a a cosplay Ninja Turtle, but they had, like, one of the costumes from the movies in the 90s. Like, that's how good the people in my neighborhood do Halloween. What about, uh... Harkening back to a previous episode, where Nolan, where do you throw in your numbered holidays? Oh, they're in that ranking. They're, uh, oh God, Fourth uh, of July. I would say that's like closest to ten. Okay, so like rank holidays. Where's, where's got, fifth of the fifth of November? You got you got Thanksgiving. You got uh, Halloween. You have uh, um, uh, Earth Day. That's that's super important. I would put that way. Why the way up fuck there. is Earth Day above Christmas? No, you it, you are saving the planet one Earth saving Day it. at a time. One Earth Day. Oh at a time. yeah. Oh man, we're doing so much. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then you got. Uh, I don't use uh, a single straw all Earth Day. <laughs> I don't either. I, mm-hmm. I typically also hug many many trees. I know mm-hmm. it's not Arbor Day, but you still got to hug a tree. You know, it's I just can't like hug trees anymore. Because of a court order, but well, you know, I knew you a guy there that, that David Earth Day he would eat the plastic bags so that the turtles didn't. I remember that. Yeah. yeah, that was a pretty gruesome sight to see it come out, though. Yeah. How is how's Hulk Hogan doing? I'm pretty sure what? he did that. What <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't Let know me you're tell you, brother. Don't eat those <laughs> public bags. Let me tell you, turtles. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Valentine's Day in fourth. That's not even a real holiday. That shouldn't even be in the numbering. It's okay. It's a lot of chocolate. And really, okay, so really, I guess not Valentine's Day. The day after Valentine's Day ah. is number four because then it's like I'll fucking free candy. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
so we got some parades going on. We've got a lot of preparations. Do you guys uh, do the decorating at your house? Uh, Cindy and I last year, and and we're trying to think of this year how to improve on it. But last year we did Monster House. Mm-hmm. We bought some of those eyes, like some of those light up eyes that you can put in your window, and uh, we got two windows right above the garage. So I spent the day last Halloween opening the garage, putting styrofoam teeth on the garage. As you do. Putting red plastic wrap along the back of the garage so it looked like a mouth. And uh, it was pretty fun. great. At some point, there was a tornado uh, warning in was effect. That part of the, the setup or coincidental? That was coincidental. Okay, okay. And Cindy was like, don't be outside. Go inside right now. I didn't fucking go inside. I was like, listen, I only have an hour left to get this done, and I broke the garage door. Right. I need... <laughs> it's got to work. It's very important. Yeah. So here, here's the thing. Savannah and I have always been into Halloween. Like, mm-hmm. we love costumes and, and doing all the, the candy stuff. Um, so... When we first bought our house, the first year, we weren't here for Halloween. Someone was getting married or something. Um, the second year, which was last year, we put some spider webs up. And we got some lights up. And, like, we sat outside and talked costumes and stuff. Woo, spoopy, spoopy Halloween. This year, Savannah is planning on doing it up. We have a uh, an enormous spider den growing in our yard that she has constructed. Like, she engineered the shit out of all these spider things she had. So she's got that illuminated, and she wants to spend the rest of this weekend just, like, making it spoopy, because... I'm sorry, what's that word? Spoopy. Spoopy? Yeah, what's scary spoopy. Scary spoopy? Scary spoopy. Spoopy scary. What's the difference between spoopy and spooky? No, no, it's not spooky anymore. No, it's not spooky anymore. It's spoopy. It's spoopy. Oh. Get with the times, old man. Oh. Okay. So... Anyway. <laughs> um... We're essentially just getting a consolation prize on our street for putting out any sort of decorations because everybody does it. The corner of my street and one of the bigger streets in our neighborhood uh, is this couple of older ladies, and they do such good jobs every year. The first year that we were here, um, I was walking the dog, and I saw one of them out just digging this fucking hole in their yard, like three feet deep, just shoveling dirt. I was like, oh, hi, cool. Yeah. And two days later, I came back and there was a 15 foot flying saucer that they had constructed in the hole and covered the front end with dirt and laid a bunch of fake aliens mm. all around it. Mm, men in they black put, style. Right, right. And they put smoke machines and lasers and stuff. And then they all dressed up like characters from Team Fortress. Nice. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It was so good. So, uh, you you said 15-foot hole. For some reason, my head immediately went to 15 feet deep. Um, oh, no, no. The, the, the flying saucer was like a story and a half tall. Okay. It The hole was only like three feet deep. That was just to get the, the shoring in to make sure that it yeah. didn't go anywhere. Okay, so it was 15-foot wide hole. No, no, tall. The, the flying saucer was taller than her house. Oh, I don't know why I thought you said anything about the hole being 15 feet. Okay, no. never mind. Ignore me. Please cut that out. <laughs> this was awful. This was nothing. Last year, they had a carnival of, like, carnival of blood or whatever. 
they yeah, blood carnival. Yeah, turned their whole front yard into like a big carnival tent and hired some kids or actors or something to have like different booths you could go to and you could like win king size candy bars and stuff and they squirted you with blood and did all this stuff. So this year I've been all kinds of excited for what they're going to put up. And it's, you know, 10 days into the uh, 9 days into October at this point and nothing Nothing, nothing, and then yesterday, they just put a sign in the middle of their yard, painted blue, and it says Bad Wolf on it. Bad Wolf? Bad Wolf. Nice. Mm. So that's the neighbors. Yes, so I'm expecting, like, a TARDIS and some fucking Daleks, and, like, if they don't dress up as Cybermen, I'm going to be heartbroken, but I know they're going to do something fucking awesome. What I really love, what I really love is that you call them Cybermen because... They're British, and it's how they say it, but it's definitely Cybermen. Cyber. I'm also thinking um, of the little Cybermen from DBZ. <laughs> I just... You work on that end. I'm going to tell you about a haunted house I, I helped with. Yes. A haunted front yard. Uh, a buddy of mine wa- wanted me to come over and be part of his haunted house crew one year, and I show up at the house while it's still light, and you know we're not ready yet, and he has constructed with hammers and nails like a gallows. In his front yard, up by a tree. And so that kind of set the mood for the evening. So <laughs> as, a, as a child, you would walk up to this house and be cordoned. You know, the, the yard was cordoned off, so you had to take the driveway into the yard. And in the, the whole yard are a bunch of dead bodies, which are actually uh, us, actors in zombie makeup. And we're just kind of hanging out. And as the the young impressionable children were walking by. We start to come to life and crawl towards the people. We must eat your brains. And then as they start to get a little spooked out, or spooked out, excuse me. There you go. Um, <clears throat> the coffin behind them opens up and the liquid smoke pours out and the vampire starts to, starts to come out. You know, he's going to, he's going to drink your blood. How, how many pieces blood. of candy will I steal from you? One piece of candy. And so they continue down towards the house, which is when the spotlight goes off on the gallows. And there is a person with a hood over their head and a noose around their neck standing on the gallows, uh, muttering incoherently, mumbling to himself, begging for forgiveness. And then the executioner, who is the guy that owned the house, pulls the lever and the guy falls through the trap door uh, only to be caught by the harness he wore underneath his shirt behind the noose, which was attached to the tree behind the gallows. But he still proceeds to sputter Die. and spit yeah. and shake as if he's being hung alive uh, in front of all these children. And then if yeah. you get past that, there's candy. How many kids got past that? Not all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Not all of them. And... Um, I'd say a chunk of the parents were like, oh, wow, this is this is really good. And a larger chunk was like, oh, okay, all right, all right, well, okay. It's okay, sweetie. Like, you don't have to go all the way to the porch. Uh, we did have one guy, though. He was either a ninja or a ninja turtle or a Jedi or something. He had a plastic sword. First step into the yard, as soon as the zombies started coming alive, he just went to town. Just like shins, <laughs> knees, groin, whatever. <laughs> bow, 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 bow. So that kid's uh, my hero. yeah, we had to we had to back off on that one. He he got to skip the line and go straight to the <laughs> straight to the skills at the front. 
Huh. Um, oh, and he had the guy had the 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 short film of the ring from the movie The Ring. Oh my god! Being, oh, being projected um, onto a huge sheet up on the porch where the candy was, so he had to get past that too. It was too spoopy for me. Yeah. So what's uh, as you have grown up and and been exposed to the Halloween zeitgeist, what's what's mm. your scariest Halloween movie or Halloween adjacent movie? Because I have Charlie watched... Brown and the Great Pumpkin. <laughs> it's fucked up. <laughs> it's yeah. It's kind of it is kind of fucked up. He never shows up. I got a rock. Who is giving rocks? Who is giving rocks? Who is giving rocks? No, like seriously, Charlie Brown. I got a rock, motherfucker. <laughs> Gonna get Who a rock through the window. It? Yeah. <laughs> well, I just—that's something we need to be concerned about. What is this person giving? The, here's the thing: those kids—they went to someone's house who has dementia, very clearly, mm. and this person gave them a rock. What did the other kids get, though? We're gonna go to old Mr. McTeague's house. He's Mr. crazy. Mr. McTeague, just he's sitting there with a, a fucking bucket of shit. One year I got a roll stuff. of quarters and a razor blade. Yeah. Hooch is crazy. <laughs> here's, a, here's a nudie bag and a switchblade. <laughs> I was bit yeah, on the eyelid by a horsefly as a very young child, like four or five. That's a weird sentence. I, well, it, that, that leads into this. Uh, as a teenager, uh, it was October time, and sci-fi was showing a bunch of spoopy movies, because that's what they do. And uh, I'm watching them, and they're dumb, and like, oh, it's, a, it's the devil in the elevator. Oh, no, how scary. Uh, but then they showed Candyman. And oh, that, yeah. that movie has fucked me up for over a decade at this point. I haven't seen that one. It's, I I remember very little except that it's a, an old black man with a hook who like is covered in bees and hornets at one point and like. Yup. What I do remember from the moral of the story is that he was falsely persecuted and they killed him for doing something. The point is like he was a a, a specter of retribution. Like he was there to claim vengeance and like. Mm. Okay, cool end of the movie, uh, but, like, fucking bees and dudes with hooks? No. That, like, every time I think of something scary, that just flashes into my head. Because most of that movie isn't even in the dark. It's during, like, the daytime, and this lady's getting chased. And, and like, I... People have been like, oh, let's watch let's Halloween movies. I got Candyman. And I'm like, nah, nah, nah. Mm-mm. It's a big super no. There is, like, a fucking, like... I have checked my watch, and it is never time to watch Candyman. <laughs> Mine, mine's probably a mix between The Grudge or The Ring. The, the Ring being the only movie that I've ever had to, being the only movie I've ever closed my eyes to in the theater. Oh wow! Uh, it was the same same uh, kind of initial roller coaster knee jerk, just kind of everything's everything's sliding back. I can't. I gotta. Ah! Right? <laughs> you know, like when you drop a pot and it makes a loud noise, and you like have to blink, kind of like that. Anyway, um, it's they're both they're both uh, full of they're not like solely reliant on jump scares, but there is a lot of jump scare in there. Uh, and what I hate more than a jump scare is like the 15 minutes leading up to it, 
Yep. You like you know it's gonna happen. Like just 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 based on the, you know the, the subtle strings in the background or like, the, yeah. there's absolutely nothing wrong with this image on screen. Like something horrible is about to happen. Somebody's gonna appear out of the shadows or like turn around on screen and have their heads missing. That's the worst part for me is like the leading up to it. I I think my worst scary movie is I I think the list of movies scary movies that I do like is a lot shorter <laughs> than my list of scary movies that I don't like. I was a very scared child growing up. Uh, the Buzz Lightyear ride at Disney World. Um, <laughs> was pretty fucking scared like the concept of going in there i was fucking weeping uh in the line i was that kid that didn't need to be at disney world um because i was just crying so much and uh i don't know why i've just been scared of shit my whole life but uh i i would say well because it's scary yeah i would say probably my my top level no Scary movie. It's actually a web series called Marble Hornets. Fuck that. Fuck yeah. that. Fuck that series. Fuck it. Yeah. God damn. It's, I've what forgotten about that. Marble Hornets. It's these dudes that are dealing with Slenderman. And it's like the stuff with Slenderman isn't that unsettling. Actually, that's a lie. They're, it's pretty unsettling. They do a pretty good job of, of making Slenderman scary. Not because like he comes in and he's like, booga, 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 booga. It's because he's, he's in every scene he's in. Well, not every scene, but like he's in almost every shot um, of, of the first few episodes anyway. Well, so every every so Marble Hornets is like they're recording. It's a it's a documentary on the recording of a student film. Mm. And every time they're in the student film, Slender Man is in a shot. Yeah. And somebody pointed that out to me when I was like 40 episodes in. I'm like, no, he's not. What are you talking about? Bullshit. And they're like, no, no, no. Try again. And I went back and watched it and I was like, fuck this. But then like it, it, it gets away from Slender Man and it gets more into like, I don't even know. Like, I don't even remember just this, this it, kind it of crazy a, cult around him. It becomes a psychological horror thing with with like this cult surrounding him and and also like a a little bit of some Lovecraftian elements to it. Yeah, but it was Just... also done in like the the very very early days of YouTube and was put on as kind of like kind of like the Blair Witch, where it's like this is real found footage from these students. Yeah, no, it's so that's that's mine. I was working at. I was working in an elementary school during not only the the Slender Man phase, but also the uh, most recent iteration of Clowns in the Woods, uh, and also a uh, iteration of Bloody Mary. So I've had kids coming in from time to time about these things, and I found out the wrong thing to say to a scared child about any of those um, is is to try to take the the anatomy and physiology version out of there trying to explain uh, how impressionable a mind can be um doesn't work for eight-year-olds doesn't work no. at all no all they want to hear it, is it's not real it, it barely works for some bald, <laughs> almost 30 year olds so i had this i had this kid come in 
or a little girl, somebody, and she was really scared, told me that, that you know, she was at a sleepover, and they were daring her to do Bloody Mary in the bathroom, and then she gets real quiet. I go in the bathroom and do that. Well, like, will I see a ghost? And uh, I said, well, well, yeah. Like, if you are planning on scaring, being scared, and that's what you're preparing yourself for, like, you will see a pattern somewhere that looks like a like a ghost. Like, you know, if you if you're impressionable and that's what you want to see in the dark, that's what you'll see. Uh, trying to calm this girl that like you will see whatever is in your own brain because you're 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 you have power over this. Like. It's only your mind messing with you. Um, turns out that shit goes right over their head. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a wrong thing for an eight-year-old. That did not work at all. That, <laughs> that quickly backfired and uh, yeah, resulted in a few extra phone calls that had to be, had to be made there. So, yeah, when in doubt, just say, uh, no, that, that's, uh, that's bullshit, kid. Like, uh, ain't Nolan, Nolan and I worked a, uh, a children's uh, summer camp for theater and I accidentally created a, um, essentially a ghost story about mm. a set piece in the theater. Um, there was there that was like a porch. <laughs> that they still talk about to this day. That they still talk about to this day. There was like a porch on the set, and it was out of the way, but it's still a piece of the set, and they don't want little kids touching it. And that's fine. I get that. So they were like, "Don't, don't let them touch the set." Okay, so we're given the, you know, the rules of, you know, you're with us, it's me, Nolan, and someone else, and uh, I, the night before, had consumed about 11 out of 12 cans of Mountain Dew in a 12-pack, because I'd never had it before in my life, and no one told me it was caffeinated out the ass. (laughs) So I didn't sleep because every time I closed my eyes, there were bugs on my legs. Right. Um, so the next day, Mountain Dew. I <laughs> go to bed with bugs. <laughs> Ride the spider. Um, I uh, so the next day, I didn't give a fuck. I was loopy. I was silly. You know, I was having a good time with these kids. My the thing I say for the rule about the porch is. No one touched the set. A little kid named Jimmy did, and we don't know what happened to him. That's it. No more Jimmy. So the rest of the day was questions about the teleporting magic that the porch holds. Like, what happens if you touch the porch and, like, maybe you think about your favorite place? And I'm loopy, and I don't, like, don't give a shit, and I'm answering these questions. Uh, meanwhile, Nolan and, and the other girl that's with us are like, God damn it, David. <laughs> what if, what if somebody this? holds my hand and I touch the porch? Yeah, you exactly. Take them I actually, you take them I with actually you. think, I think that was one of the questions. <laughs> Not only that, what your if, hands fuse together by the skin and you can never let go. What if yeah. I touch it, but it's like an accident. Like I didn't mean to, I was like close. Like oh, that's, the, like, that's even worse because then, the worst. then you're die. unsuspecting of where you're going and that's yeah. how they get you. What if like I have to touch it because like there's a fire and I have to like go this way and then like my foot just rubs up against it. Oh, well, man. that's, that's I, the I, thing I, about the teleportation is you bring the fire with you. Yeah. What if, what if somebody like broke a piece off and then like they touched me with the piece and then they were like, "Oh, Brent broke the piece," and I was like, "No, you didn't even do it. You're trying to, you're trying to uh, tattle on me. I hadn't even done it yet. Like, 
Then what so, happens? So, like, in a situation like that, typically the kid would disappear anyway because he broke the piece off. But in the off chance that the magic was delayed uh, and he touched you with it, it would be the same as if you were touching hands, except you guys would be fused at the piece of the set rather than your hands. Also, also, you would pee gasoline for a week. But that's <laughs> that's neither here nor there. I probably would, um, I'd probably take that. It's <laughs> free gas. I'd probably free that, gas. You know what I mean? That that same camp, uh, I had a habit of like if someone was looking for something, uh, someone was like, "Man, I can't find my pencil." I'd be like, "I ate it," or you know, like, "Where's where's my car keys? I ate it." That was always what I said, just as a joke. Some child <laughs> said, "Where's my mom?" <laughs> I said, I ate her. Mm. He began to cry. Um, yeah, sarcasm developed slowly. Yeah. I didn't even, but it was like, I didn't even think about it. Mm. It was, oh, and I felt so bad. That's I, when I stopped doing that. I I continued on for one more year doing that after David and this other girl abandoned me because I thought we were all coming back the following year and it was just me. I'm <laughs> wrong. Um, I dropped a child on his head. I don't think you should put this out on the internet. Well, okay, so here's the thing. It was it was the director's What's the statute of limitations on this? <laughs> and it like, was the director's son? Yeah, it was, uh, uh... Don't say his name. I'm, I don't know his name. It's don't say her name either. It was one of the ladies that we knew. Um, her, her son, Robat ADHD, which she... Well, she now... Like, <laughs> before then too i'm not sure he what was, he's got now he was fine before then he was already reading this. he to adhd is a concussion apparently yeah yeah he decided that we were real, real good friends and he would just like climb me all the time so i was i was sitting down talking to some other kids and he like got on my back so I like grabbed him from behind and i'm picking him up i'm like all right buddy don't and he just like and screamed out of my hands like above my head and i just let go and he fell, and his little head turned into a pumpkin. And, like, his mom saw, from the beginning, saw what was going on. And she came over and just, like, hoisted him up by the leg like a turnip. And was just like, he'll be fine. This happens occasionally. And I'm like, I'm sure I just dropped him on his brain. And she's like, he'll be okay. Just, like, suplex a kid and expect nothing to happen? <laughs> oh, my God. I felt so bad. Like, I, the, the rest of the camp, I was just like... Are you okay, bud? Do you want do you want to climb up my back now? He's like, I don't like climbing. I don't, I don't like doing that anymore. So while we're on uh, injuring children's story, uh, I found out last year that uh, small children cannot catch medicine balls to save their life. Uh, we were working in one of our little fitness classes, and I Hold was on. whoa, whoa, whoa! You got to go back a little bit. How heavy was this medicine ball? It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't that heavy. It was like what is I. Say the weight. I'd, I'd say I'd say between five and nine pounds, somewhere okay. there. How old was the child? Also, somewhere between five and nine. So That's a significant <laughs> portion of their body. <laughs> so we were we were gonna do an exercise with the medicine balls, and I wanted to demonstrate: don't kick this like a soccer ball, you know, to avoid injuries. <laughs> I said, this is not a soccer ball. This is a lot heavier than a soccer ball. If you kick it, it will hurt your toes. So make sure that we don't kick it because it's heavy. See? Watch. Catch. And I chucked it at a kid. 
who was not on board, not paying attention, uh, he caught it and immediately dropped it on his feet and broke out in tears. Uh, so before we got the first aid kit, I did take the opportunity to point to the other kids and go, see? And then we went and got the first aid kit and talked to him. He, he was fine. He lived. He still has all 10 toes, I believe. And now you're not allowed at the Y anymore. Yeah, now they don't let me come and teach that class anymore. But, uh, yeah, so kids can't catch medicine balls, no matter how of a gentle underhand toss you, you give it. I, um, I, I'm pretty sure you were there for this one, Brent. We, um, we were at a family friend's house who have, they're quite a bit older than us. They have four sons that we're all friends with. And some of their sons have sons now. And we were all hanging out outside and playing basketball. Just, you know, the little kid wanted to play, so the dad's playing with him. And we're just sitting here talking. And the kid's like, pass me the ball, pass me the ball. But he's putting he's putting his hands directly in front of him. He's not palms out. He's fingers straight in front of him. Like, like if you curl your fingers back, he had, like, finger guns, but with all of his fingers. He had, he had ten. He had finger guns, but ten of them. <laughs> ten, <laughs> ten finger guns. So his dad slowly bounced past him the ball and it directly hit him straight mm. in the finger, jamming his fingers. Yep. And he went, he skipped all of the, the right stages. He didn't cry. He didn't scream. He didn't fall over. He just puked. Mm. Yep. Straight to the top. Yep. Straight, just passed him the just ball, jammed his finger, throw up on the basketball. And like his, his dad walked over and picked him up and scooped him up and, and went and took care of him. But like everybody else just kind of like, kid's efficient <laughs> it was oh man it was uh yeah i feel like we've gone far afield from we have we have this. what's your favorite uh what's here's double question what's your favorite candy to get on halloween but also your favorite halloween candy oh Mellow god cream pumpkin mm. i actually went to heb this past weekend trying to find them found a box that did have them at one point it was just filled with candy corn instead, um, of which they had far too much. Don't tell me. You're going to say candy pumpkins, aren't you? I said candy pumpkins. Mellow, oh. cream, mellow cream pumpkins. Oh. Are these the little orange guys with the little green bit on top? Yeah, they're the it's, best. It's like it doesn't commit to being a marshmallow. It doesn't commit to being a candy corn. It's like, what am I? I don't know. And it's and it's indecision is delicious. <laughs> in, in delicious. It's like It's like the bisexual of candy. Yeah. Like just pick one for Christ's sake. I want that to be. I'm getting that tattooed on me. <laughs> <laughs> Bisexual of candy. My uh, my favorite to get is uh, the the Halloween Reese's pumpkins. Oh yeah, those are good. I, I don't was, know why the shape makes them that better. That's gonna be my answer too. Yeah. Any any holiday based Reese's is generally much larger than your average day-to-day Reese's. Yeah. I, I feel like the um, the ratio of peanut butter to chocolate, they get a little bit better on the holiday mm. shapes. Yeah. Every every holiday, I'm, I'm allowed to get one shape of, of Reese's. <laughs> my, my favorite being Easter because uh, of the Reister bunny, which is I believe is volume-wise the largest uh, you know, Reese's item that comes out throughout the year. Do yeah. they actually make a Reister bunny? Yeah, yeah. I 
I thought of that term and then went to the store and they had beaten me to it. <laughs> and I was like, damn you, Reese's. <laughs> oh, my God. But no, I get I a need... Reese's bunny and I eat it with a knife and fork. <laughs> I'm going to have to look out for that next year because... Mm-hmm. Do you fricassee yeah. it and put it on a bed of lettuce? Fr- fricasseed Reese's bunny? <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> So that's 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 the favorite Halloween. Well, I guess that's not Halloween, but the the pumpkin version. Yeah, favorite, yeah. Favorite Halloween candy. Um, favorite candy to get on Halloween. N- not picky. I'll go anything <laughs> chocolate based in the in the bag. You can you can keep your raisinets though. Uh, I'll I'll put those back. I'll put those back is on wrong the pile. With, what 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 do you got against raisinets? Don't I don't need your fruit in my candy. Like I don't it's put the best of both worlds. Don't put candy in your fruit. You know, candy apples, raisinets. I'm not. I'm it's not chocolate into it. with all the daily fiber you need. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I can say from experience, it's got a lot of fiber in it. You don't. You're not supposed to eat the whole box, Dave. <laughs> Listen, I'm not. We don't need to worry about how I know this. I just, I mine. It's either gonna be Crunch Bar mm. or Mr. Good Bar. And my wife has informed me that Mr. Goodbar is garbage candy. Are those not the same formula? Chocolate and peanuts. No, no, no. Cr- uh, uh, Crunch is crispy rice. Mm-hmm. Goodbar is peanuts. Ah, I see. Yeah. Um, I like fun size Twix. That's I, I don't know what That's it is. That's also good. But yeah, because like I can make fun size Twix teeth. <clears throat> And then I can eat them one by one, or I can eat them all at the same time. I just, I, I'm, I, I, they've always been my favorite. Twix is like my go-to candy. Twix, when you can eat your own teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, someone made, uh, someone had a bag of Halloween candy at Ren Fair last year, and I was sitting in the cold room we had in the meadery, and I was drunk, and I was just eating these fun-sized Twix bars so fast. I unwrap one put it in my mouth and while i'm chewing on that one i'm already unwrapping another one you're chain twixing i was chain twixing (laughs) Mm -hmm. and uh about there were about five left before i realized this isn't my candy (laughs) (laughs) i um i should stop my uh my boss leaves a little dish of like fun size snickers or milky ways on her desk and i'll go in and just like so I have a meeting today, and I was just going to make sure that we got all the funding for our projects. And I was just, and like five or six in, she'll be like, whoa, they're Haas. You need to slow down. That's when like, you know you've, you're, you're a member of the team and you can go to your boss's office and just eat their candy. Yeah. Willy-nilly. What are you listening to on Audible right now, Brent? What am I listening to on Audible right now? Right now I'm listening to an excellent audiobook. Uh, that I got at audible.com. It's the fifth book in the Dark Tower series by Stephen King. Wait, the fifth book canonically or the fifth book written? The fifth book written, which is the Wolves sixth of the book Kala? Can- canonically, yes. Okay. Yeah. After 4.5 is actually number five. Yes. Anyway, I got it off Audible, and anyone listening to our episode can get a 30-day free trial at Audible. If you go to audible.com slash final plank, there is no obligation, and you can cancel any time, but I would highly recommend it because uh, I don't always have time to do the reading with the eyeballs and whatnot. Sometimes it's just got to go through the other holes in the head. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, after, after driving 
two hours to and from work for a while, Audible was a, a godsend. If I hadn't, you know, had Audible, I never would have gotten to read O.J. Simpson's uh, guide to enjoying life better, uh, Eat, Pray, Glove. But Brent, why should our listeners choose Audible? Well, they have an unmatched selection of a lot of the top titles out there, and uh, whatever you're into, fiction, sci-fi, non-fiction, biography, historical fiction, um, decaf, non-caffeinated, fat-free, gluten-free, sugar-free, they've got it. So uh, go and give them a check today. I have a good question. Okay. Mm. What is the Halloween costume you've done that you're most proud of what is the Halloween costume you have seen personally that is the best you've ever seen? Mm. I've I've got these two, Nolan. If I can, if I may. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, it was at the same. These were at the same Halloween party, uh, which is why it's, it stuck out. So my costume, hands down, easiest costume I've ever done, best return on investment. Just went as the dude. So just threw on a short. I already had the long hair. I already had the beard. I just didn't change that morning, <laughs> threw on the hoodie, unzipped it, flip-flops, sunglasses on. You know, what are we doing at the party? We're hanging out and drinking anyway, so that was it. It was good. Everybody got Custom it. done. Yeah. Tw- 20 years down the road, everybody everybody still got it. Still, It was still relevant. Did you try and get drunk on white Russians? Oh, I did. Yeah, you have to try very hard. Oof. <clears throat> yeah. It's a lot of milk. Uh, a lot a nice dairy. full, a nice full... Full drunk, you know what I mean? Uh, and the best costume was a fella who went around business suit, uh, red makeup, pointy beard, mustache, little devil horns. Went around, just introduced himself real polite. I am I'm the devil. How do you do? Nice to meet you. The briefcase that he carried, the attache, necessarily brought forth the question, like, so what's in the briefcase? And he would set it down. Oh, I'm glad you asked. Click, click, and he opens it. And the red LEDs inside the briefcase kind of bleed out into everywhere. And he takes out a he takes out a, a bottle of I think it was wild turkey and a shot ah. glass and a contract. And he says, "I'd be more than happy to pour you a shot here. Uh, I just want you to sign this, read this contract here." And the guys would say, "Oh, what are you what are I selling you, my soul?" And he goes, "Yeah, but we don't need to get into that right now. Don't worry about this. Just initial here, 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 here." And he had several pages that he would flip through, and he uh, you'd sign your name. And then he'd pour you the shot, and you take a shot, and he clap, puts everything back in the attache, closes it. He's like, pleasure doing business with you. We'll be seeing you soon. He shakes your hand, and he just, like, scurries off into the party for his next uh, volunteer. Holy that is shit. so good. It was good. It was good. Oh, my it wasn't, God. It wasn't over the top. It was, like, very subtle. Yeah. He had the, had the whole routine down. Uh, so mine, um, all of my costumes, I feel, have been fairly uh, makeshift, but this was really more the character that I got into. Mm. Um, it was the, the year that the Lego movie came out. Yes. I lived in Virginia and, uh, we had a big, uh, Halloween costume party and Savannah and I went as Lego Batman and wild style. Did you just go that's not awesome. only move your shoulders and hips, no elbows, no knees, the whole well, night? Well, that's, that's kind of how it started. There was a, um, <laughs> the kids these days have the coolest stuff. There was a kid's jacket that had a cape and a Batman hood. And I just mm. bought that. And then I got oh, the Lego man. Batman mask. And every time I would, like, I would sneak up behind someone and be like, I'm Batman. My parents are dead. 
Um, and that party, like, people proceeded to get me hammered because they'd be like, I bet the Dark Knight can't do this. And I just, oh, my parents are dead. Do a shot. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was not a lot of fun. Uh, it was yeah. a lot of fun for everybody else. Uh, yeah. The best costume I saw was also kind of incidental. In college, we did this thing called the Ergathon, where someone would erg for 24 hours. Not the same person, but like... For those, for those of us unfamiliar with the yeah, term. It was, it, it was just a way to raise money. So we would post up ergs outside of bars. What is an erg? A rowing machine. Oh, okay. Yeah, you see them in gyms. They have the big fan. Nobody knows how to yeah, use yeah, them. Yeah, um, So we would sit outside of bars, and we'd make most of our money between like midnight and 3 a.m. because everybody's getting out of the bars and they see these guys like well, i want to go race those guys on that thing i don't know we yeah we would get drunk people come up and be like i bet you i can beat you on this like 20 bucks like 50 bucks yes got it okay <laughs> um so we were it was me and this other guy and we're just we're just paddling along as the fundraiser says we're gonna do we're gonna have somebody erging for 24 hours and we're at a a three like a, an intersection with three stops it's really weird area so we can see down the left path and down the right path but people coming towards us can't see each other right so right. coming from the left is marty mcfly his girlfriend and a hoverboard coming from the right is a lone doc brown <laughs> and they're walking oh, no. and they're walking and they're walking and they see each other and and like, uh, and like keep walking. And then they both turn around and they don't know each other. And the guy just turned around and was like, Marty, I found you. We have to go back. <laughs> and he like grabs him and runs down the street and his girlfriend like running after him. It was it just the, the fact that that happened. And it turns out that they were just like strangers nice. that did that with their costumes was so perfect. It was so good. And the Martin McFly oh, costume was great. I mean, he, the hoverboard was painted right, and he had the big puffy 80s uh, vest. It was really good. Yeah. Nice. I have... Uh, we, we have a, a couple costume ideas, my wife and I. Um, the one I wanted to do, she won't let me do, is uh, you just dress professional, button-down shirt, collar, slacks, noose around your neck, ne uh face all purple so like you know like yeah. post like you're already been hung and then you walk up to the pretty girls at the party and go how about a back rub it's dead dead jeffrey epstein uh... see the noose would have to be a towel though like it couldn't just be a regular noose all right so we'll, we'll do a noose or a necktie yeah. or something and i could just creep up behind Hey, ladies, want to make a little extra cash? Have you met all my presidential friends? <laughs> I know a bunch of them. Come on the Lolita Express. Uh, so. <clears throat> so my my favorite costume <laughs> that I have, I so this year is going to be pretty good. I'm going to be Fat Thor, but I think I I think uh, one of my favorites from. Uh, my younger years was I, I was two face uh in college and Which which two face were you? Were you Tommy Lee Jones Two Face? No. This is comic book no. Two Face? No, this was um Animated uh, Series Dark Two Knight. Face. It was the same year as Dark Knight came out. Okay. And I was like, everyone's gonna be the fucking Joker. I'm gonna be Two Face. There you go. So I bought a suit at Goodwill. 
Uh, learned it was polyester while I was burning half of it. Um, you mean all so... of it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it just it melted like plastic. Uh, uh. The places I burned, I, I used my mom's creme brulee torch. Um, <laughs> just, I, I think the whitest thing I've ever said. Yeah. Um, did you check the use on the side? Suit with my mom's creme brulee torch. So I, I did that. I, I fucking, I got a big fifty cent coin and I, I gr- angle grinded like half of it off. Mm-hmm. Um, I took a, a rubber band and a paper clip and, and put a loop of the rubber band around my ear and had the paper clip pull my cheek back That's like dedication. a book. Yeah, so I, I had that that tooth thing going on. Um, my mom did my makeup. It was really good. I I was really proud of that costume. I don't know if you still have the pictures, but that I remember it. That was a fucking excellent costume. It was, it was pretty good. And then I think the best costume I have ever seen in real life, it was a couple costume. It was my friends Max and Jessamine were... <laughs> were Jesse Pinkman and Walter White from Breaking Bad, but the husband was Jesse in the yellow uh, uh, suit. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And the Jasmine, the, the wife, was Walter in that famous scene from, from the first season where he's standing outside in his underwear with a gun. So she's wearing a pair of tidy whities with a... With a uh, pair of tube socks stuffed in the crotch nice it was so great it was so funny i think this year we decided i'm gonna do um clean you know khaki pants shirt unbuttoned with the superman logo just poking out yeah uh do the little hair curl and get the glasses you know yeah and then she's going to wear the 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 raccoon skin hat and a little leather jacket uh, maybe a musket if we can find it, and we'll go as Lois and Clark. Oh my god! Harumpum, harumpum. Get it? Get it? That's really good. Thank you. I That's... I have always wanted to go as like Princess Peach and Captain Falcon, so that like the one night on Halloween when Savannah and I bicker, no one asks questions. <laughs> <laughs> We're just playing Super Smash with words. Yeah. My uh, my brother and sister-in-law have a baby now, and they are missing the it, opportunity of a lifetime. Is it their baby? Yeah. Um, they are missing the opportunity of a lifetime for Halloween costumes. They're going to be Princess Peach Mario and Baby Mario, which is cute. Okay. But I think the primary factor in deciding it was they already owned a Mario and Princess Peach costume. Not asking questions. Plays into it. Um, the the costume they should have had is they dress up as two skeletons and the baby is David Pumpkins. What are you? I'm David Pumpkins, man! Okay, yeah, yeah, and David Pumpkins is... His own thing! And the skeletons are... Part of it! Why are, are you a part of this ride? To do this! What's my name? David S. Pumpkins! Any questions? Yes! Several. Any 
questions? <laughs> See, I was I was thinking you were gonna say that uh, your your brother in law should have been Nicholas Cage from Raising Arizona, and they that you come and steal their baby. You've never seen Raising Arizona, have you? I haven't. Oh. But at the same time, though, if I was gonna do any Nicolas Cage thing for this, I would say that. Uh, well, you'd be John Goodman. I no. I I was gonna say uh, that <laughs> it's not a full family costume, but they would need to do face off. <laughs> where, where your brother in law dresses up like your sister in law? No, with the baby. Oh. <laughs> no gonna... no fuck both of those ideas because the best Nicolas Cage one would be National Treasure with the baby as the Declaration of Independence there's a, there's a secret inside this baby we have to steal the baby of independence <laughs> and then they baby. burp on the baby and there's invisible ink or like okay so your brother-in-law plays Steve Buscemi and your sister-in-law plays Nick Cage and your brother-in-law wears the baby as a hat through the party what? What? <laughs> Con Air? Oh, it's been so long since I've seen that train wreck. I, it's a stretch. I, I wore a, I wore her head as a hat through three states. If they were going to be skeletons, the baby could be the little doot doot. And they just carry him around all night. <laughs> the little doot doot? <laughs> you ever seen little skeletons and the little doot doot? Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Spooky, spooky skeletons. Uh, we were looking at Skeksis costumes. Ooh. Skeks- little dark little DIY, and and the the idea was that the 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 bird like head of the Skeksy would come out the top of your head, so that for the majority of the party you could just see people, and then when you wanted to be in costume you could bend over so that the top of your head is facing people, and you'd have this elongated bird like head, and you could deliver all your creepy lines. Uh, we found a couple of. Like DIY kits, not kits, but like tutorials. Mm -hmm. And then the budget was within our budget, but the time requirement was like 120 hours. And we're like, oh, I don't think I'm going to dedicate that. Hard. We did find one, though. It was a a template you print out on cardstock, and then you origami this thing together to be the head of of the Skeksy. I've seen those. Yeah. One of the gals I follow on Instagram is... 3D printing a Skeksis costume. Yeah. It looks real good. I uh, I, I go to PAX every year. It's a, a convention in San Antonio, PAX South. And every year I get pictures of all the fucking costumes I see out there. And shit, I'm trying to find... I'm looking through my... David, okay, I'm David you can't show us pictures on a podcast. All right, so it doesn't work that way, one. David. Get, <laughs> take a look at this one. Look, look at this one? one right here. Ooh. Um, there was a Reinhardt... Oh, I forgot when I was there. I have a Reinhardt hoodie, and I also have some actual metal pauldrons. So I wore those and the hoodie, and I went as like street clothes Reinhardt from Overwatch. I'm trying to think. There were some really fucking good ones... Out there, son of a bitch. Oh, my God. I saw a dude that was just just standing in the middle of, of PAX. And he wore a sandwich board that said, I main Hanzo. And I looked him in the eye and I said, The audacity to go out in public and gloat 
about <clears throat> such a heinous act. And he said, wait, my girlfriend has the other part of my costume, but she's in the bathroom. She comes out and puts it on him. It's a dunce cap. <laughs> Appropriate. It Did, was... fill, fill, me, fill me in here. So you can, you can play as this man named Hanjo, and, and uh, if, you, if you Hanjo, typically on people what? don't like you. Overwatch. Overwatch. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, if, if you Hanjo, there is a 110% chance uh, that you own several katanas, a waifu pillow, six fedoras. You studied the way of the blade. Well, yeah. or, <laughs> or all of the above son of a bitch nolan you do study the way of the play <laughs> okay so here's the thing we quote that at the club all the time like someone will lose in a pass and they'll they'll walk off with their sword and go well i studied the way of the play <laughs> that's a big joke um brent you and tanvi could go as like gender bent agma and the gelfling <clears throat> gelfling yeah yeah uh, olgra Olgra. I thought it was Ogma. That's from Zelda. Yeah. I was about Olga. to say. Yeah. Right yeah. right right name, wrong franchise. Yes. <laughs> You're about the right proportions. I don't know how to take that at all at all. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, like the puppets. No, fuck it. Whatever. I, yes. Sure. So so next month we're gonna be recording the Goblin. The Goblin. Which will be our, our Thanksgiving or excuse me, our November episode. And so what one of the tieovers from Halloween, uh, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have a lot of games on on the upcoming episode. One of them is gonna be about Thanksgiving. You guys are familiar with that movie? No, I've I remember the trailers, but I I haven't seen it. I need I need to see this. I, I'd highly recommend you watch it before we do our our next episode because a lot of my my wife's games that she's planned are revolving around some spoopy movies. And uh, thanks, killing is a great way to lead in from Halloween into, into the gobbling here. Hell yeah! Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah, man. we're gonna we're gonna all be getting together at a central location. Um, we're gonna play some Thanksgiving games. We're going to uh, do Thanksgiving dinner, and uh, we're gonna you know just talk about uh, generally what we're what we're thankful for, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, we'll have we'll have some games based off of other popular radio shows or podcasts, but we're still um, building that. So if you guys have any ideas for either word games or you know movie based games or something we can do around the table, send them send them our oh, way. Yeah. Also, dear dear listeners, if you have any questions that you want us to answer, I feel like we should start prefacing like. Starting episodes with asking people to send us questions they want us to answer. Oh, yeah. Do you mean, like, Think, answer other people's questions? Yeah, I, I mean, like, answer questions. Like, I've been pondering this one this whole time, but I didn't know how to come up with it best. But, like, questions like, uh, of the cast of the Golden Girls, which one would you want haunting you for the rest of your life? B. Arthur. Good question. Good question. Yeah. So, like questions like that send them the fuck on in am i the only one who's gonna answer that question honestly the original thing i thought of was like the ghost of a cast member from uh (laughs) 
from Whose Line Is It Anyway? But then I realized Robin Williams was on it, and I I was like, well, I got to pick him. And then I was like, oh, man. Yeah, it'll always be too soon. <laughs> I will never be over that. That's um, like the one celebrity death that actually like really upset me. Can we cut this out? This is too sad. Do we want to just like plane crash this episode and just go like real macabre and, <laughs> no. and then see you, see you next month guys let's talk about yeah. all of the the celebrities that have hung themselves in the last five years anthony Jesus bourdain Christ. robin williams that guy from kill bill <laughs> epstein and that's <laughs> and that's how we end our episode yep. yeah so thank you all for joining us on another month's episode of Versus And, where we answered the questions that uh, definitely needed asking. Um, I have been your co-host, Brent Lacey, and um, I think that um, this one went pretty well. I have been your co-host, Nolan Lacey, your spoopy, scary, scary, spoopy boy. I uh, I have been your last host and inventor of uh, the elf on the shelf's uh, better cousin, the skeleton on the gelatin, uh, David, <laughs> David Hallman. Oh, oh, there's probably so for... many of those. <laughs> we'll, we'll bring them to you next month. Uh, if you want to check out more of our shows, previous episodes or listen to our sister podcasts After the Plot and Good Better Quest, check us out at finalplank.com or search for any of our podcasts uh, wherever you get your other podcasts or on the Apples and the Spotify's and everything there. Uh, You can follow us on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. Uh, Everything is Final Plank. And as we mentioned, if you have any questions that you feel really need to be answered, feel free to Uh, shoot them over to us in email or tweet or comments etc fucking bye Versus And is produced by Brent Lacey Nolan Lacey and David Hallman the show is edited by whoever feels like it this month the theme music is composed by and provided courtesy of Kevin McLeod Versus And is a production of Final Blank Media That's pretty Are similar you, to, to did the I, last one, Brent. It, it's, it's about the same. It's what, what was out. the last one? The last one was, I think I got this. Oh, well, that tells you how original I am. No, that's that's <laughs> um, okay. We'll wait while you do one. <laughs>